fun fact about me. I'm a lifetime member to Weight Watchers. Yep, <laughs> when I was in college after a career-ending back injury ended my basketball playing career, I kept eating like I was still playing. And well, I'm sure you can guess how that went. I ended up joining Weight Watchers with my mom, and it was actually a fun journey together. But every Saturday was weigh-in day. We would carefully choose our loosest and lightest fitting clothing, obviously go first thing in the morning with nothing in our system, and try every trick in the book, like leaning forward a little onto your toes on the scale, to make sure the number went in the direction that would prove that I had progressed. This was a weekly test. This was a weekly check-in. And most Saturdays, we would leave that weigh-in and celebrate with a donut. Or feel defeated and still get the donut. Look, weigh-ins and tests aren't always the most enjoyable part of our life, but they do serve a purpose. So stick with me in this episode because I'm about to leave you with the three best tips I have for checking in in your own life. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl-next-door, healthy Christian lifestyle mentor. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, it's true. Sometimes we just have to take a moment to check in. Sometimes we just need to examine where we're at and see where we can grow or see where we need to push further or see just how far we've come. Checking in is a normal part of our everyday life. So normal that we often don't even think about it. We just do it automatically. As we learn in school, we take tests to check in. From there, we know if we need to study more, learn more, put in more effort, pay more attention, or if we're ready for the next challenge. For those of us who choose to step on a scale to weigh ourselves, and to be clear, I do go through phases of this. Currently, I probably haven't stepped on a scale in a couple months, but sometimes I go through weekly weight check-ins just for my own knowledge or if I'm focusing on something in particular. But even those who choose not to use a scale to check in on our health journey, we use other ways to check in. We look in the mirror, and for some of us, every now and then, we put on a pair of jeans, right? I mean, I thank God for the style right now especially after I spent time as an assistant manager with Lululemon. And let me tell you, most of my wardrobe is athletic attire and I love it. But every once in a while, I've got to check in beyond the four-way stretchy pants, right? Like I have to check in in another way to see how things are fitting, how things are feeling. It's just part of life. So I want to use this episode to check in with you and to also share with you that I've been checking in with myself and I want to share with you how that's been going. This podcast, I had no idea. Well, I might have had a little bit of an idea or I had a dream, I had a goal, but I didn't know what it would become. I didn't know where it would go. I didn't know what the episodes would turn out to be like. And to be very honest, (laughs) there's sometimes that it's the day before that I still don't know yet what I'm going to talk about. Like I just get to praying and preparing last minute. So that's the truth about how it really goes down behind the scenes sometimes over here. So this episode may look a little different, and honestly, I originally planned on it being like 10 minutes, like a little mini episode, but as you can see, it's a good one for a 20-minute walk too. But I truly feel it's important to just check in. So that's what I'm going to do. And just to be really clear with you, 
I have had a lot going on the last couple weeks, and I'm so excited to share that my first real devotional, Praying Through Proverbs, is available. You can find it on hiswordmywalkpodcast.com, and I'll even drop the link in the show notes. But that has kept me busy, especially mentally and spiritually. So as I was leaving church last Sunday morning, realizing I needed to drop a podcast episode on Tuesday, I was really seeking the Lord's guidance. And all that kept coming to me was to check in. I thought it was just for me to check in with myself and with God. I thought he was just wanting me to check in and allow myself some extra rest, to check in and be excited and proud of the obedience and hard work from the week, to check in and see where I've grown and celebrate this milestone. But the more I thought about it, it was clear that you need to check in too. So let's do it. Like I don't share anything here that I haven't worked through or been through myself. So as I thought more about my check-in process, there were three clear steps, phases, questions, just things that I went through. So here they are. And let me just say this, for this entire process, if you're not going to be honest with yourself, then there's no point in even doing it because when it comes to checking in, it's truly only for you. So get real with yourself. Like, why is it that that's even a discussion that needs to be had to be real and honest with ourselves? But I feel like it needed to be said. Anyway. Let's get into this. Number one, who am I checking in with? Who are you checking in with? This is actually really important because whoever you're checking in with is someone you have given influence and authority to in your life. Now, you maybe haven't thought of them like that in the past, but it's true. If you're checking in with them to evaluate your progress, then you value their opinion, their expertise, their expectation even. Let's go back to the example of being in school. You have given influence and authority to the teacher of the class, so much so that you're trusting them to help you progress, but also trusting their opinion and expertise to evaluate if you're ready for the next level. Now, the answer to this question of who am I checking in with could also be yourself. You can check in with yourself, and I recommend that you do that regularly. You just have to be clear with what your measures look like and knowing your own emotions and your mental state and your own abilities. And you've got to have some self-control and self-discipline for this. Here's a simple and pretty clear example. A few days ago, I had spent most of the day with my niece and nephew as they were off school for the week, but I was also exhausting my mind working through the Praying Through Proverbs devotional. Now, I don't stay up super late at night, but I do like to wake up in the fives. It's just kind of my thing. I'm a morning person for sure. Well, I sat down mid-afternoon to read my book for the book club I host because the book club was starting in three hours and I hadn't read the three chapters that we were discussing that night. Another honest behind-the-scenes moment for you of my life sometimes. But as I got through the first chapter, I realized I was way more tired than I thought and way more tired than I had felt in weeks. Now, I'm not against naps at all, but for me, if I'm going to take a nap... I like to be asleep by like 1 p.m. Otherwise, I like to say I missed my window. If I nap later in the day, then I end up staying up till like 11 p.m. or later, and I feel like that completely messes up the next day for me. These are all pieces of getting to know yourself. Like, do you know yourself like that? Well, as I finished the second chapter and started on the third, I just literally could not. Like, I set the book down, set an alarm for 5 p.m., closed my eyes, and was out at 4 p.m. Totally out of character for me. But as I checked in with myself in that moment, I needed it. That was the first nap I had taken in well over a month. Not that I'm against naps at all, but like I said, if I miss my window, I'll just make myself power through and go to bed earlier. But the check-in, it was the check-in. 
And that check-in allowed me to see and take what I needed. Now, let me say, when it comes to who you're checking in with, don't forget about God. Remember, your relationship with God is a real relationship. So in order to grow and progress, it takes effort, it takes time, it takes love and mercy and forgiveness and discipline and checking in. Okay, side note, I speak a lot about having a relationship with God. I speak a lot about growing that relationship with God and putting in effort. But don't get it twisted. Salvation, that's a free gift by God's grace. All you have to do to receive God's salvation is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God, that He died on the cross for your sins, that He rose again, and that you are forgiven and accepted as His child. Like, for real, that's it. God is that good. Salvation is a gift. It's grace, and it's available to you through faith, through believing. And your life can be changed and made brand new. And if you ever have questions about that, please reach out to me anytime. Now, back to the relationship. You're in. God loves you. God has saved you. But there's so much more available. And I believe the way we find out what's available for us and receive what he has for us is to continue to grow our relationship with him. I mean, how can we know what he has available to us if we don't know any more about who he is? So I encourage you, check in. How many times do you text someone or call or send an email and the premise of your whole message is, hey, just checking in? Okay, now how often do you do that with God? It's important. Sure, he's God. He knows everything and he knows everything about you and where you are and who you are. But it is still important to check in. Checking in, like I mentioned earlier, shows that you recognize and value his opinion, his expertise, his influence over your life. All right, let's move on to number two. Why am I checking in? No, really, why are you checking in? Is it something you desire, something you've been working toward, a goal you're trying to achieve? Or have you felt pressured to perform, to hit a standard, to reach a milestone based on someone else's opinion? Now, I really want to get rid of the stigma or the thought that checking in is a scary thing, a bad thing, a dreadful thing. Like, oh no, it's weigh-in day, like I used to feel. Or, oh no, it's test day, what if I fail? And then you're so worked up that you're stress eating. Or your anxiety is so high that you can't focus on the test anyway. Okay, no more of that. Checking in is natural and necessary and beneficial. What if we actually looked at checking in as just that, checking in, a healthy and necessary process for growth, a way to simply collect some data so that we can continue on toward the goal? I mean, I guess in order to answer the question of why I'm checking in, it's important to know what your target is, like to have a very clear picture of your target and to be able to see yourself hitting it. I want to encourage you to set your target as specific as you can. Sure, a big target may be easier to hit, but what kind of forward progress are you actually going to make with such a broad target? For example, I've got to improve my blood work. You went to the doctor and there are some things you need to change, so you set a target to improve your blood work. Well, I'm going to need you to be a little more specific than that because you could go back a month later and feel great when you see your iron levels increasing, but What if it was actually your cholesterol that needed to go down? What would that check-in look like? I'll tell you, it probably would be frustrating. It probably would be emotional ups and downs of thinking you were on the right track and improving only to be told you actually weren't improving on the main thing that needed to be improved upon. Or what about this? I want to read more. That's my target. Okay, well, that's a pretty broad target because you could check in with yourself after one week and say, well... I actually did read more. 
I read the news a lot this week. I read every one of Kayla's Instagram stories with scripture, application, and prayer. I read my child's reading homework with them. And I read the 37 best Amazon finds, then the 42 best Amazon finds, then the 68 best Amazon finds. Seriously, does anyone else get sucked into those ads then realize what did I just spend the last 20 minutes scrolling and reading through? The point is this. I could check in and technically say I hit the target. I wanted to read more and I definitely read more. But is that the target that I really wanted to hit? Is that the target impacting my life as a whole? Or should I have been more clear and more narrow and stated that my target is to read God's word more? There, that's something we can more effectively check in on. And now that I said that, let me say, don't make the target too narrow, too small, too specific, because life happens. I am not for extreme anythings. I am all for lifestyles. And lifestyles are attained by creating consistent habits that contribute to growth over time. Well, that came out really well. Lifestyles are attained by creating consistent habits that contribute to growth over time. Now, actually, let me just add a little bit to that already amazing statement. Lifestyles are attained by creating consistent habits that contribute to growth over time and allowing yourself grace through the process. Man, I'm feeling like I need to talk about growth for a second, and I know I should probably just have it as its own topic, but this is just flowing today. So growth, it's what I talk about all the time. If your goal is to read God's word more, pray more, elevate your relationship with him, that's all growth. If your goal is to lose weight, that's still growth. Because here's how I see things. I focus on the surplus, not the deficit. In your life, if all you focus on is taking away, then the result always feels like you're losing something or eliminating something. But if you focus on the surplus, then you're always gaining, always growing. Losing weight sure is a deficit. But instead of focusing on losing weight, what if the focus is on gaining confidence, gaining freedom, increasing your endurance, and growing your healthy lifestyle. And this leads me to number three. Where do I go from here? Where do you go from here? The most important part of the check-in is the decision you make after the check-in. That decision could be to celebrate, or that decision could be to recognize you've got more work to do. Either way, the check-in gave you a result, and now it's up to you. Please hear me on this. When it comes to your relationship with God, I believe these three steps are really important and really important to do more than just once a year, more than just once a month, more than just on Sundays at church. But I believe it is crucial to check in with God every single day. I'm going to share with you something that just opened my eyes so much this past week and how God works so strategically. You may have noticed that I took a week off from releasing a podcast episode. Honestly, the reason was because I checked in. I was honest with myself about where I was mentally and spiritually. I even consulted a friend on my thoughts and then I made a decision and that decision was to push this half-prepared episode back one more week. The decision was to allow myself grace. The decision was to celebrate the surplus of what I had done and not focus on the exhaustion and the have-to that I had placed on myself for the week. And you know what happened during this past week as I just left this episode half-prepared? I'll tell you what happened. God showed up and gave me some more clarity. I've been reading through Genesis lately, just right from the beginning, digging in and seeing pieces of history and God's word that I never really noticed before. Well, as I was reading Genesis chapter 22, the first sentence of the chapter says this, Sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. 
And as I read that sentence, something about it was different for me this time. I had just spent an entire week focusing on checking in. I had released myself from the pressure I felt and allowed myself grace. And in that extra week of focusing on checking in, I read this. Sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Now, if you've been around church and know your way around the Bible at all, you know God is about to tell Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac. But here's the thing I realized. God tested Abraham's faith, but God is not testing Abraham from nothing. God literally fulfilled the major promise he had made to Abraham and Sarah. Isaac was born. Now, scholars and theologians differ in the age of Isaac at the time of this event. Some say between age 5 and 37. I mean, we could go with an average of a teenager, but really that's not even the point. The point is, God had promised Abraham and Sarah they would give birth to this son when they were like 100 years old. And it happened. Isaac is there with them, alive. Not only that, but God had been proven in Abraham's life for years. So yes, God tested Abraham's faith. He's clear about that. But the test came after God had proven who he was in Abraham's life. God had proven that his word was true. God had proven that the covenant between he and Abraham was real. God had proven that his influence and authority was of benefit and of love for Abraham. So yeah, now it's time to check in. In order to go even further, we need to check in. So here's a test to see where you're at, to see if we can progress to the next level of what I have for you. You see, the test wasn't mean. The test wasn't a bad thing. The test wasn't a punishment. The test was simply a check-in. And based on what Abraham had learned and experienced in the previous years of his life, this check-in, this test, it was a no-brainer. Because in verse 3, verse 3, not three days later, not three weeks later, not three months later after Abraham contemplated what to do. No, in verse three, the Bible says, the next morning, Abraham got up early. He saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him along with his son, Isaac. Then he chopped wood for a fire for a burnt offering and set out for the place God had told him about. God checked in with Abraham. Abraham checked in with God and they progressed forward. Abraham trusted the authority and the influence he had given God in his life. He trusted God's promise. He knew who God was. Do I? Do you? Have you checked in with God lately? Has he been trying to check in with you? That test, it's a check-in. It's strategic and it's necessary. There's a new level waiting for you. Remember who God is. Remember who he has always been in your life. Embrace the check-in. Embrace the test and progress to the next level because he has more for you. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.